Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. No way. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. I'm your huckleberry. How many assholes we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Hit the lights. It's boner time. Napoleon's sister was a fucking freak. Hey, where are the white women at? Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? You have smoked yourself retarded. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? And welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters. Tonight, we have another fun episode planned for you all. I want to welcome first-timer. We've been talking on Instagram for a while now. Uh, Rich from the Rockies. How's it going, man? Great. Great to be here. Big fan. Big fan. I'm almost Dude, I appreciate you. Uh, I love the interactions on Instagram, but I love it when I can actually have people join us, too. And, uh, and, and dude, this is going to be fun. So thanks. Yeah, man. This is the best. I listen every week, so it's going to be kind of weird to hear my voice play back, but I'm pumped. Yeah, you'll get used to it. <laughs> and Julia, welcome back from the Cosmic Peach. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, thanks for joining. <laughs> so since last time you got your podcast started, huh? Yeah, finally. I kept bullshitting about it, but then I just pulled the trigger <laughs> and here I am. That's the way to do it. You just got to go. That's what Ryan told me. Eventually, just take the training wheels off and go. Mm-hmm. And it, and like and like you found out, it's not easy to do. There's a lot of behind the scenes shit to do, but with the help of others, you no, can do you help me. Ryan helped me. Goes help me. And um, really, it's kind of like a labor of love because I enjoy all of it. <laughs> Even like an interview every day after work, I still enjoy it. <laughs> well, it's a process, right? I mean, it, it, it is, it's an exercise you go through, you, you prepare for whatever show you're doing, you do the show, you record it, then you get to edit it afterwards and put your, your touch on it. And then you put it out to the public and, and, and see what you get back. So I, yeah, I'm that's essentially my, that's how I went into my first episode is like, I'm just going to record this, put it out there and see if anybody gives a shit. And then like a few people, a few women actually had messaged me on my podcast Instagram and they were like, I would have never been able to say what you said. It was, you're so brave. And I was like, I'm not brave. Actually, I'm just a tiny bit crazy and a tiny bit <laughs> uh, passionate. So when you put those two things together, you get my podcast. <laughs> no, and that's great. And, and, and we need more people because like you, you know, there's a lot of people that say that too. In the beginning, they put their pockets out. They're like, I don't know if anybody's going to listen. And in the beginning, it's, it's, you're not going to get huge numbers. And that's what, mm -hmm. you know, the, the people that come into this realistic and realize, listen, I'm just going to start with a handful and go from there. 
and and see yeah. where it goes. And, and you'll you'll do well because you'll stay at it. You'll be consistent. Those who, you know, think they're going to get a couple thousand the first couple episodes and, and they're just going to be, you know, reeling people in. And then they realize, oh, shit, this is all I'm getting. You're in. For well, really it is. It's not going to be like that. You're not going to get thousands. I'll just take my word for it. My most listened to episode, I just told Ryan, is the one he and I did on like the Luciferian stuff. And we were really just bullshitting most of the time. And I literally have like 70 listens That's on awesome. that one episode. And I was like, damn, uh, hey, Ryan, how about you do like six more episodes? With me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get some more rolling. I'm down. I'm always down. For sure. But that's the We're thing, you know, you do you do things project. like this, Julia, you know, you're on the tavern and you go you go meet new people. And that's, you know, that's all I've done. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't do a bit of advertising, so to speak. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, you go around and, and talk to cool people along the way. And and uh, and, and it, it, it's a process. So that's all I got. And I love I love all of your shows. And the the fun part about it is like your instagram is really really cool because you post all those pictures and stuff so i feel like if someone found your show and then went to your instagram they'd be hooked because it's like you do your Mm -hmm. show and then you can go look at like pictures and stuff so it makes it a lot more involved of a Mm -hmm. podcast so I like yeah, that. I'm I'm starting to get some traction on Instagram. The the ban is slowly lifting. I'm I'm out of my teens on the likes, so it's slowly. Now's the time up. to plug the Insta or the uh, YouTube, Matt. What's that? Plug my YouTube? YouTube. Yeah, dude, because that, that's the visual shit that you got. Yeah, I don't do much on YouTube though. Yeah, you do. I mean, you got yeah. a good little uh, good following there on YouTube. Yeah, I've put a few videos up there. Uh, but yeah, YouTube, any anywhere. It's just the Great Deception. So Great Deception podcast. You can find it anywhere. And uh, yeah, but that's that's and the now whole... you can wear it. Ah, yeah, we got gear now. So go yeah. check out the Teespring <laughs> shop. And uh, and actually so far, so good. Uh, it's holding up through a couple washes so i'm pleasantly surprised good that's so what's good. going on rye how you been man oh i'm great you know just the same old shit over here man just uh <laughs> you know excited for another monday and uh you know to your point with the merch i got some hats that i am uh getting some samples sent in the uh make conspiracy fake again hats uh oh. should be a, a hit hopefully Are they red yeah dude that's fucking perfect i love that it's the same amount of syllables as make america great again it's make conspiracy <laughs> conspiracy in america is the same fucking that's syllable funny. so um yeah no i have a maroon one a blue one a camo one which is fire and then a, a black one with a neon pink uh brim so yeah they're fire. Should have went with the red hat with the white writing like the trump I mean, I, I might later, but um, we'll see. I don't I don't want to be too up Trump's ass right now just because. of. Oh, uh, no, no, no. I was saying more as like a joke, you know, yeah, like the to, humor to make fun it. of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah, I, I mean, I think I think I guarantee Trumpers would buy it just for that. Like, oh, the red hat. The red hat. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and dude, Rich knows as well as anyone. I was real, real about trump and uh i don't know where rich stands on that now but man you sent me trump dollars like a thousand (laughs) dollar bill i remember when you got those (laughs) hey those are dope 
those are actually I still got cool. it here somewhere. Hey, those are actually kind of cool, man. I think that those like I think it might be similar in the future of having like a propaganda piece of like Mao Zedong or Adolf Hitler. Uh, to be honest, I, I, I've gone full 180 on Trump. I think that Trump is probably similar. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Donnie boy <laughs> on the thousand dollar bill. Yeah. There's an so, old building right there, too. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, you know, I think that, uh, you know, a lot of people got wrapped up in that whole thing. I'm guilty of it. But, you know, I think that that's part of uh, the whole growing is that just kind of realizing, you know, this dude wasn't put here to fucking help out this country because he's he we left his administration in a much more fucked up state than we entered it in. And he was kind of this catalyst to ruin the country and, and, you know, kind of, you know, kick everything in a high gear. They make it seem like, you know, people that are, are hardcore Trump believers still will say that the reason that, that we've gone to this state that we're in right now is because Trump set them back four years. Right. And so now they got to kick it in the hyperdrive and they got to be like, well, we got to make up for mm-hmm. that four years that we lost. And dude, no, he was put there to, to expedite the, the whole system. And um, he was, you know, in a chaos to ensure division. Right. I mean, his whole purpose was to come in there and split from right away because you knew the left was going to hate him and the hardcore right was going to love him. And and there was your division right away. Well, you know, what's nuts, dude, is that the, the last, I think, president that didn't do that, as crazy as it sounds, was George H.W. Bush. And he was a fucking operator to the nines. You know, I mean, this guy was a CIA director. And I actually just did an episode uh, that's going to come out the same day this does as uh, it was about the Safari Club. Well, and he like, was given that presidency, too. I mean, they put Michael yeah. Dukakis up against him. I mean, it was sure. a joke. Well, so hear me out. So you get Bill Clinton, who, you know, blows a fucking load on uh, an intern. And kind of just like, you know, loses all credibility in the White House. And then you have uh, Bush after that, W. Bush, which, you know, the whole blame Bush stole it. Yeah, from Al Gore. You have the whole blame Bush ideology that comes in. Everything that's wrong, just blame Bush. And then Obama. Thanks, Obama. That's the whole thing. Obama was very divisive. And then you get Trump. And it's like, you know, Trump took that shit to a new level, dude. So, yeah, you had more and more division going on. And now we're more divided than ever with this fucking corpse of a president that's in the White House right now. <laughs> hey, so, did you did you hear Bush the other day? Yeah, with Ukraine yeah. and Iraq. Dude, what? Oh. what it is, and he didn't even try to uh, cover it up. He was yeah. like, Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> 75. 75. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, dude, that oh, was rough. Iraq. Yeah. Because it's like, who gives a shit at this point? He was just up there talking anyway. Yeah, but it's so wild how, like, even they know what they did was that wrong. And they just have to deal with it because that was the character they had to play. You know, and I think they disassociate some of that shit from themselves. Like, oh, man, I, you know, I took the role, so I had to do that part of it. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. I hope that motherfucker see ghosts at night, dude. I hope there's a special place for him and his father and his other father, a.k.a. mother. Who? Barbara? Barbara. 
Man, I heard that the she's spawn of Alistair related to Alistair Crowley or something. Yeah, the daughter. It's supposedly his daughter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's wild. If you look at him, I mean, and but that's the problem. I mean, it, it, it's interesting because they do look alike. But one of the they, things they I, favor each other. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I noticed, though, when I moved to a place where I knew nobody. So like everybody's face is new to me up here. There are templates like there's a whole group of people up here who have no chin or their chin is like recessed. And I've never seen recessed chin people before, but there's a whole lot of them up here and there's it's they're not related like directly, like they're different families, but they all look alike and it's a whole different. So there's different there's only a certain amount of faces out there. So you're going to have people that look alike. And, you know, depending on which picture you take, at what end, you can make people look a lot more similar than they really do in real life. I know exactly what you're talking about, because if you work where you meet a lot of like if you're a cashier, let's say, and you see a lot of faces all day, they start to almost blur together like, damn, I swear I've seen the same. Per-. It'll not be the same person, but it's like faces start to blur together at one point and you're not being able to decipher like i they could be related i don't know they could not be related i don't know but it's interesting when you put their faces next to each other some of the similarities i mean we're all related right i mean that's the whole thing where it's like you know it's it's real hard to uh to distinguish these kinds of people apart but yeah man no like those soft chin people I mean, you don't want them them around with the uh, you know the the coming civil war. You don't want them on your side. Well, they're, you know, they're, they're like the anti Habsburgs. You know, the Habsburgs had this chin that was like you know a satellite dish on the lower lip. But these people have nothing. I mean, there's really just it's just teeth down there. It's yeah, you know they can't. Take oh <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's weird, dude. Um, I don't know. It's fucked up. Um, I mean, I don't look like any of you so there are for like familiar characteristics and family members though like all my family oh without a doubt eyes you know what i mean like you could tell a hamilton a mile away by our saggy eyelids (laughs) oh no there's definitely distinct features but there's only so many options right Mm -hmm. eventually Mm -hmm. no matter how anti you know distant you are there's going to be people that look alike and I mean, if you look at like supposedly, because I learned from Ryan a million years ago, Meghan Markle is somehow related to the royals and she looks nothing mm-hmm. like them. So, I mean, there's there's you can either look like them or you can look like Meghan Markle. No one ever know. So it's hard to say. Oh, it's interesting because she's what half or a part African-American, right? That's what I was black. Yeah. Yeah, no, I said it on purpose, Ryan, to get you going from last show. <laughs> no, yeah, she's ha- she's part black. And and remember on the show when we were talking about, you know, the possible king lines that were black in Europe. You wouldn't believe the shit I got for that mm-hmm. show, Ryan, from people like that's really? not true. That was all fake. That's all, uh, you know, photoshops and stuff. I'm like, hey, man, we we're just re- reading off what we found. I'm like, I haven't done a, a deep dive into it, but. Well, so who was giving you shit, Matt? Was it white people or black people? White people. Of course. <laughs> yeah. So Matt. what was fake about it? 
like what was their chief complaint oh that 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 they were just you know that there's proof that the, the lineage is white in that you know you, there's making... really more evidence to the contrary and even look at our presidents <laughs> i mean mm. they all have like well there was a black kids. president prior to george washington there you go which is no you know people don't even understand that in in the initial... a black president of the of the here in the like the colonies or the states or whatever it was it yeah it wasn't the united uh, states yet it was right, the confederacy right, yeah. of, of the states yeah we had i think it was eight or nine presidents before washington and and and, and you know a couple were wow races. yeah and like what kind of span of time from 1776 till washington wasn't president until 1789 so there was 13 oh, years realize that? holy shit yeah there was 13 years from where we declared independence till the first president so the in that time frame, that's so interesting. There Holy were, shit! There, wow, there were different rulers, yeah, and and so they were really the first presidents. But he was the first president of the quote unquote United States of America. Yeah, and that one to go back to what you said about when he did the 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 Black Kings or whatever it was. The, that's the episode where he mentioned, I think, um, of Denmark. Right? There was a Black King of Denmark. Yep. Yeah. Like back in the day, it was like fourteen hundred or something like mm-hmm. that. Fourteen something to early fifteen something. Yeah. 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 I meant to go look that dude up, and then I just never got around because to it. Because the reason why that came up, Rich, was because we were talking about how um, you know photoshops and things like that, and there was rumors mm-hmm. of in order for these rulers to become white, they were actually whitewashed because they were originally the photos yeah. were black and they they just whitewashed them. And if you if you happen to darken up the photos a little bit damn they looked a lot blacker than they did or you know than they when they looked white yeah so i don't know know, none of us know we we have to go off the books yeah that's very interesting if you think about how empires would have been ran back before technology was around right because broadly speaking and this is very broad almost to the point where it might sound racist but it's not it's that, you know, the the darker skin complexion people back in those times and, and even today, dude, they're more athletic They're They tend to be a little stronger. Darker people do. Right. Like, I mean, dude, look at the fucking NFL. Ninety mm-hmm. percent black people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you especially the athletic people that are in those yeah. NFL or uh, NBA. Same thing. Uh, uh, NHL, which I know, Rich, is, you know, you're a big follower of NHL. That's, you know, it's there's not much ice in those, uh, you know, darker high, high aversion to water and water yeah. sports. Mm-hmm. Well, and they don't like swimming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Julia can confirm. Does your husband swim? Like a brick. <laughs> her husband's black rich if you didn't know but no so that's figured that out based on the last yeah, exchange but so what i'm saying here is that in older empires it makes sense that yeah. darker skin folks would have power right i mean because it's all about fighting hand-to-hand combat shit like that it just makes sense uh, you know, the idea that like, you know, Adam and Eve were closer to what black people look like today than what white people look like, but they sell it to Christians and to the majority of which are white uh, as white. You know, they make Jesus look like this blonde hair, blue eyed, fucking ripped badass. And who knows? Well, what he, really he was Jewish until proven otherwise or 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 of Arabian descent. Yeah. something like that but you know cleopatra was also black 
So, and they Dude, make her look crazy. like a white lady. Well, he spoke Aramaic. I was just thinking Jeez. about Cleopatra when he said that. And I was like, oh, when am I ever going to bring this up? I was like, how is that going to come up? And then I he just you. said her name. <laughs> and it was, you. oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah, well, that's... And, and it was, just, I don't know why it entered my head, but it was just like, um, we were talking about timing between things. I heard, and I'm pretty sure it's true, a while back that her being alive, she was closer to the invention of the iPhone than the, the, the pyramids as we, it's widely believed they were built. That's crazy. Like there was a longer span of time between the pyramids and her lifetime than there were her life and the iPhone. It's fucking crazy. Oh, sure. Because <laughs> everybody associates Cleopatra. It's like one of the most famous names you associate to ancient Egypt. And you automatically associate ancient Egypt to the pyramids. And you think it all was like in this fucking little window. But it was. Well, they're years, anciently you know? old. I mean, they had the white mm-hmm. casing yeah. stones on them and they were gorgeous, yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. And we. so I believe that there were a lot of chambers in the great pyramid that are not even like what what they tell us today is not even historically accurate because there were a lot of sound frequency chambers and you would go to like what does that the, mean the doctor and the doctor would say okay well this thing that's wrong with you i think you should go in chamber a and lay in there for a little while and let the sound resonance heal whatever is wrong with you and so you can list things with sound that's mm. how we have that coral castle or whatever that that guy made in, in florida. florida um so a sound does mm. everything and, and the great pyramids are like little sound conductors and the chambers inside the pyramid correspond with certain sounds that heal you and do all sort of amazing things and, but we and, don't get to hear and there's about water that. underneath yeah, There's, because sound, resonance, and water, it all goes together. Which, like which ties in with one of my favorite things, which is the star forts, because mm-hmm. they, you know, mimic a lot of the characteristics and qualities of the pyramids from that standpoint. You know, that their, their design seems to have more than just a structural intention, that there was some sort of frequency, some sort of vibration that, that was mm-hmm. used... And, and it's interesting because we always bring this up too about the pyramids, because not only do you have the three, you know, pyramids in Egypt that the main, you know, that people talk about, you have then the same configuration in China and Mexico. And I've said this multiple mm-hmm. times, and they're all in the alignment of Orion's belt. So there, there's some tie, you know, to the ground, to the sky in Orion's belt, which... Well, and this is a hacky comparison, but you also have a massive a connection to Orion's belt in Men in Black in that movie, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like that cat is wearing oh, yeah, cat, yeah. Orion's belt. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the cat's name's Orion, and like the belt is the cat's collar, and then like they they zoom in on the on the constellation of Orion, which is the great hunter, right? And then you have the belt, mm-hmm. which yeah, like you said, lines up directly with that there's something with that shit dude there's something with orion's belt for sure the three wise men i mean it all lines up with that i I think it has to do more with timing like when you get to that certain alignment at a certain point well that's where christmas comes from right i mean like the sun and where the sun rises lines up with the orion's belt and it points to where the sun rises you know what i mean i thought that was like something to do with the solstice yeah well that's the whole thing is that the solstice is on the 21st, if I'm not mistaken, of December, mm-hmm. the winter solstice, because you have the equinoxes or the equinox. I don't know. Three days before Christmas. Yep. 
Yeah, so you have, but you also have the three stars of Orion's belt pointing to where the sun rises on Christmas Day. So it's like the sun, Jesus rose three days. You know what I mean? Like the sun, the God rose. Yeah, like I mean, I, I watched Zeitgeist. So I, it just has been a while since I looked at that information, but it's, it's, kind of like the dying and rising god myth is like an archetype and it's just repeated a bunch of times throughout history and so while christianity is really predominant it's just a rehashing of the dying and rising god myth like osiris and isis and yeah all of those ancient gods yeah well and what's crazy about jesus is i was listening to um my buddy Emmanuel Kingman, he was on, uh, what is it, Into the Apocalypse, and he was talking about Jesus, and he does a, this big thing on the Millennial Reign, which is fascinating, if anybody's interested, it's like an eight-part series he does, but he was saying that his research leads him to believe that Jesus was likely born on 9-11, and that in all likelihood, he was probably conceived right around Christmas, because that would be the nine months to to get him to be born on 9-11 and if you think about what they did on 9-11 that was roughly 2,000 years after he was born it just seems like one giant ceremony that's interesting I mean I I knew he wasn't born in December because you'd freeze to death in the desert in a haystack if the biblical story is true I mean mm-hmm. nobody's given birth in a haystack in December in the desert, you die. So um, I I figured he was probably born in spring, like in April. That's I mean, the other, well, the other would be March, right around the, the yeah, Mar- March or April. That's yeah. what I've always heard is that makes way more sense to me. So I lean more in, into Christianity than anything else. I consider myself agnostic, as I always say, but I leaned into Christianity I don't think Jesus was a, a, a real figure, personally. I, I just don't feel that he was mm-hmm. the same way that I don't feel uh, Mohammed was. I think that they're more political movements. And again, um, I, I, when I say it about Jesus, there's something in me that's really kind of scared to actually say it out loud. But I think it, you know what I mean? Like, I think it all the time. So how um, how Ryan would you how would you then explain like his interaction supposedly in you know, that, that they have documented in like India and in, in Asia and, and things like that. I take a little bit of an in-between both of you. I don't, I don't know your, your um, beliefs, Matt. But... I'm basically the same as Ryan. I'm kind of oh, agnostic. Okay. So, like so, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what your, I would lean towards Christianity. Are, but I'm I think... somewhere in the middle because I believe he was a real historical figure that walked on the sands of Palestine I believe that he was a man as you and I are and he was born the way men are born and probably was married and probably had kids there's an episode I did with ghosts coming out about that you'll really enjoy it but I gotta interrupt you real quick Palestine's not a real place Palestine is not a defined area you know what I mean so that's a big problem already I think he was a real person. I just don't know about the divinity. Yeah, uh, well, sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, because that's the whole thing, Matt. I don't know if you listen to that episode that I sent you about, like how Islamic religion is kind of like just 
hell bent on wiping out people that don't agree with them. Did you? Because remember, we I had that got talk. I, I started it. I haven't finished it yet. So the guy makes a good case that uh, neither Mohammed. Uh, he mostly talks about Mohammed not being a real um, messianic figure. And then the host of the show says like he feels the same way about Jesus and he doesn't push back. And again, you know, it, it, there's something deep within me that feels really weird about saying that. Um, but, you know, the, the way that all these religions line up is just so fucking coincidental. Right. I mean, you have like the Mithraicism that lines up with that, too. I mean, there's so many things uh isis and and uh you know the whole egyptian religion as as julia said you know it all lines up Norse. And so you know going to the norse mythology it, it's it's sure you know it's all and that's the the wild thing about it is it doesn't matter what culture you go to you start seeing very very similar myths i mean one obvious example is the flood myth right think about how many different cultures have that flood myth in their story I believe yeah. it really happened, though, because if you look at the water erosion on the Sphinx, it's pretty clear that it happened. So then think about this real quick, then, if we're talking about all these religions being the same and they all kind of go back to astrotheology and like worshiping the sun and how all that shit goes. Uh, what if the sun, which we're told represents Lucifer, right? The light represents Lucifer. I have basically in my opinion i've proven that in my episodes that it's the the light is actually uriel um you know that's the light bearer and all this shit talked about it several times even jay you know who's a hard liner i mean jay uh colorado dank this guy is hardcore oh, my man yeah that guy is fucking <laughs> hardcore like hey if you're know, listening like we love you bud this, yeah well, i know i i love talking with him and when i was mentioning this to him he was frustrating me because he was like acting like i was starting to like worship lucifer yeah. and say that lucifer <laughs> is like a good guy dude he's done that to me too and it, it's scary because i'm like dude i'm not it's not me no is that not cool <laughs> right well no and so i'm sitting there and i'm telling him and i'm like no dude like just listen to what the fuck i'm saying and he ended up calling me and telling me like no dude i was drunk i didn't really understand what you were saying he looked into it himself and now he realizes what i was saying like you can actually go in hidden books like the book of enoch and like the, I, I forget the greek term for it but there's a whole name for all these books that are hidden and uriel is in one of these and it's apocrypha ryan apocrypha there you go thank you and yeah it's proven that i mean this this uriel dude the fourth archangel is like the light bearer and he's the keeper of knowledge and he's a good guy it's not <laughs> lucifer they just make you think that that that's the case so i recently just did um when I did the part two of the Stanley Kubrick stuff, I kind of dove into like the symbolism behind Lord of the Rings and some of those, because if you, so J.R.R. Tolkien claims to have discovered this hidden library and he read all these books about our ancient history. And he said that he based Lord of the Rings solely off of what he discovered from these books. And that Lord of the Rings is actually about Saturn because there was Saturn worship and then all the Jehovian religions came from like the worship of Jupiter and Lord of the Rings literally translates to Lord of the Rings like Saturn. Yep. So, and then the main guys Sauron, which also sounds like Saturn, but also sounds like Sargon 
who was a Mesopotamian dictator who invented time, like literally invented time, clocks, calendars, and schedules. And so, yeah, it's literally like Saturn worship. And then if you're saying the sun is Uriel, fine. And then Jupiter is Jehovah. And it all goes back to like a planetary thing. And so I made the case that we're living in kind of like a Saturnian time trap. Mm. And so that's my take on things. What are those things in high school where you can look at the stars? Telescope? A telescope? No, 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 no. It's like a room. A like planetarium? A, yeah, like something like that, Rich. Yeah. I, I think we're in something like that because the sky seems pretty fixed, right? I mean, it doesn't seem like th- that these stars can move in, in the pattern that they move in as, as perfectly as they move in if they're not. So we're in a fishbowl. Essentially, right? There's something up there holding everything in place. And I, I don't know. I just, the, the stars, the whole stars thing boggles my mind because there's yeah, so much funny. significance and you go back through like you, what you guys were talking about before, you go back to ancient Egypt and that's all, you know, star-based. You go back to, you know, a lot of the- Everything ma- goes back to the stars. That's yeah. why people are so fixed on their their horoscope and their zodiac sign and mm-hmm. what that means for their life. But I have- I have think that's true people- or bullshit. I'm in the middle because I've met people who will take like the time you were born, the place Mm -hmm. you were born, what state you were in the year, all of that. And they'll, they'll give you like a natal birth chart and they'll say it's more involved than just you're a Sagittarius. So you're really gregarious. It's like, well, your dad probably wasn't around a lot and your mom was probably this and you probably grew up feeling like that. And your career path is probably something like this. Doesn't know me at all. All they know is the time I was born, the place I was born, and the year I was born. And they, they're telling me I got daddy issues. Like, how the fuck would you know that? So maybe, possibly, there's something to that that I'm not aware of because I don't study shit like that. If yeah, what if that's something- part of the script, right? I mean, that's what I've always wondered is, is if you're born in a, you know, you arrive in a certain moon set you are going to have these certain characteristics. It's, it's part of your, you know, predetermined destiny. Almost. Well, planets are little balls of energy and they impress upon that specific day and time and place that you were born. It said and they could they be fallen. What if they're fallen angels? I don't know what they are, to be honest with you, Matt. They could be. No, that's what somebody brought up to me the other night. And I was like, holy shit, thinking about that, that they're all the fallen angels up there just and they they're the portals that let you in like intergalactic gateways well if you look in the book of enoch there's the fallen angels right and 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 when they come down they mix with humans those were supposed to be uh giants though which kind of proof there were giants well yeah and there's debate about that because they were nephilim which doesn't there's technicalities where it doesn't have to mean giant but i've seen ginormous footprints and skeletons and stuff though unless they're fake oh there's pictures of giant people i mean and we see giant Mm -hmm. people every day so Mm -hmm. you know giant gigantic there's more proof that they were giants than they were angels 
Well, and then, then, then now you're getting into like Scientology and shit too with yeah. the stars. You know, I don't know who said that, but I mean, it, it's possible. Who knows what the fuck stars really are? But um, I, I wouldn't even like be able to like give you an idea of where I lean on what stars are. You know what I mean? Star, who knows what the fuck that is? You but, know what's funny though, Ryan? I just got this book and it's called Star Signs. I don't know if you can see it. My mm-hmm. camera's messed up. So she goes into like what energy is what the stars are all of that and i hate to cut you off ryan sorry but she said everything that we do in life corresponds with the color because light is it's like photosynthesis we're hue man we are right you know we are just yeah Mm. that's Mm. that's pretty good actually Mm. where'd you find that man Oh no, that's I, we've been talking about that for a while. That you know, that's all you are. It's it's part of your. We're just frequency. We're just vibration. So we're. Well, just she a compares hue. us to. Um, she compl- compares us to plants because plants need photosynthesis in order to grow and live, and everything that that gives the nutrients to the plant is the sunlight and water. Just like we need sunlight and water, but. Um, she makes a crazy, crazy claim that we can lose weight based off of the colors of food that we eat and not so much what the content of the food is that we eat. So if well, it would be, it would, it would eat, be determined though, by your blood type also, that would be a factor because I mean, if you think about it, people with different blood types are going to have different requirements right? If you are iron deficient in your blood, it's going to require you to consume more iron to make up for that deficiency. Yeah, she probably so is the red as you, Matt, because she doesn't really go into that. But um, so basically her claim is like, if you're overweight, then you should eat only red, gold, and orange type foods, even if it's pizza, because pizza is red and like, she doesn't care about the food <laughs> itself or calories or any of that she should i hope i get whatever color tacos and fucking pizza this sounds like a george foreman diet or some shit yeah i'll just say this one last thing on the that point specifically is she gives the example that if you want to gain weight you would eat blue spectrum foods like green salad avocados stuff like that and her example was if you look at elephants hippopotamus rhinos the biggest hugest animals that we have on earth all they eat are green foods because they add weight green spectrum foods add weight so her argument is you can be a vegetarian and gain a ton of weight by eating salad because salad is part of the blue green spectrum and if you want to lose weight you would eat foods on the red yellow spectrum Hmm. I don't That's know if I agree with that because I know a lot of people that have gone vegan and had serious issues. Yeah. You know, well, again, it, could it's, be, it's, it could go back to what you said about the blood types. She doesn't yeah. go anything into the blood types. All she said is if you look at an elephant, all they do is eat figs all day and grass and shit. A ton They're of humongous. fucking figs, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like literally a ton of fucking figs. Well, let me ask you this then. If we're all like colors and sounds and hues and shit, what does that make Helen Keller? I think that bitch is a fraud. Shit out of luck. I think that bitch is a fraud. (laughs) Oh, she's so fake. Her and uh, what's the other one? Uh, Stevie Wonder. No. Uh, Damn. That'd be something too. She was on TV all the time. 
did you well, hold on while you're thinking of that? Did you see that theory that Helen Keller actually held Osama bin Laden as a baby? What? How? When did she die? The fuck? So she died. When did she die? Um, she was big afterwards. Because that motherfucker was like, what? 50, yeah. I would say yeah, well, she, was, I don't, she was big in the 50s, right? Let me see if I can find the picture. I don't know, but I thought Bin Laden was what, like fucking 60 something when he because got Because what gave her away is when she actually tried to talk, she had a British yeah. accent. And if, if you're deaf, how are you going to oh, know whatever adaptive accent? Yeah. She did. So. Mm-hmm. And there's multiple I, times I where she got caught. They're all it's like it's it's amazing. You look back and like people don't know that Harry Houdini was really just a spy for the U.S. government. Like all these people that, you know, we put up on a pedestal as like famous stars had some role usually connected with the CIA or FBI, depending on where they were. Mm hmm. I don't know if you were on talk at the tavern when I went over like how all the serial killers have military training. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's good. It, and it goes back to, I know Ryan's talked about this, about uh, you look at the bands of the sixties and how many of them had military ties. Um, you know, yeah. you look at the doors. Elvis at, was also. Yep. Oh, Elvis was Army. a pedo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Buddy, buddy with fucking Nixon too, and he had a I weird. It's such a controlled environment. Right? Who was saying that? Oh, Shayla. <laughs> we should have asked her last week. She was on. I just yeah. did an episode with her on Priscilla, but I kind of put my take on things because I'm not as analytical as Ryan. He kind of did more of the deep dive onto Elvis, but I kind of talked to her about like Jerry Lee Lewis did the same damn thing. I mean, he married not only a 14, 13 year old, he married his first cousin. (laughs) Hey, well, that's royalty, though. I mean, if it's good enough for the royals, why isn't it good enough for him? Exactly. I don't see a problem with it. There's such a double standard with that. Like we 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 look at these royals like they walk on water and all they are inbreeders. Mm -hmm. But yet if a regular person marries their cousin, they're looked on as like a, a a peon of society the way you say that it makes it sound like you have a hot cousin matt oh no 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 you know what's funny though what's weird is 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 my ex-wife always said that my cousin had like this weird fascination for me like your cousin almost infatuation yeah like because she always hated Mm. my ex Mm -hmm. and always gave her shit and like like yeah so i don't know Mm. but they were adopted anyway so it didn't matter that wouldn't, wouldn't have counted, you know, but no, you know, there was one thing that was really weird with, uh, you know, I don't know who it was. I guess we we're talking about Nixon a little bit through Elvis. I was looking in the Kissinger for this shit that I was uh, researching right now. I put that dude up there with Hitler, to be honest. Um, after I was looking into him, I know we no, all no, no, know. no, no. He's closer to Stalin. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, you know, Kissinger's a piece of shit period so do you think let's do a thing because i'm actually trying to do this dude i I would like to get a few good you're gonna rate the dictators well that's a thing that i kind of want (laughs) to do i want to kind of i want to do prices right you got to do it uh what is it prices right no what's that show where no so listen on the board family feud 
I got an idea here. Okay, so mm. I want to take like let's say eight podcasters, you know, like friends of ours, and I want to get several names. We'll do like you know twenty names of like horrible people throughout history, <laughs> and you draw names out of a hat. And like since I'm hosting this show, I'll draw the names out of the hat. And you got a week to research on why you're making the case that this person that you picked. Come on, Mao Zedong. Mao Zedong. Mao Zedong's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but you, you got to do like a criteria list. Yeah. So you, like whoever picks the person that they want, we're going to have a week to make the case that they're the worst person that's ever lived. You know what I mean? Dude, this is and awesome. maybe. Mm. Yeah. So I think that it might be kind of cool to do like a championship bracket. And you're doing like five minutes. Are you just like, doing okay. people or groups? Because we could have people. a group one too. No, no, no. no I'm pe- saying well, maybe maybe a stage. You go like Masons, Jesuits, all you know, all that way too. Maybe it can evolve, but I want to start with people. Dictators. We'll go eight people. You going? Uh, not necessarily dictators, just people. Because Kissinger, you know, he wasn't able to be a president because he was born in Germany, right? So, I mean, this guy was never able to actually, excuse me, legitimately be a president. But this guy carried out some serious genocides unilaterally. You know what I mean? I don't think people really understand how evil Kissinger really was. We just kind of know that he was bad. But I looked into some shit and it's going to come out in my next episode that just like two or three things that he did that was fucking horrible. And the, the, the reason that I think he's so bad is that he doesn't believe in anything other than himself. Hitler had some beliefs. As fucked up as they were, Hitler had some ideology deep within that fucked up brain of his that he acted on. I have some things that I would that I would do, and I have some things that I would believe in personally that I would do some fucked up things to make that happen. Kissinger had no beliefs other than himself, and he did things. He would float from the liberal side of the political spectrum over to the conservative side, wherever he had to be, the motherfucker is 98 years old and he's still Mm -hmm. meeting with every fucking president that enters the White House and telling them what they need to do. Motherfucker is is a lizard person if there ever has been one. What? That Mm -hmm. dude is fat as fuck on baby blood. Yeah. That's the only way you get that old. Like, how does that, that, I mean, you look at that guy, he's looked the same since 1970. And he's still kicking at 98. No, he doesn't look the same. You'd have to put Fauci in there and Klaus Schwab and all those fucks that weren't dictators in there because nah, they, they barely touched a million though. They're not in, they're not in the big boy club, (laughs) but no, no. So it's not necessarily the numbers, right? It's the way that they do things. And that's Mm -hmm. what I would do. Like when we're doing this, it's not like, yeah, maybe you kill a bunch of like, because let's say, you know, I'm a dictator and you're a dictator, Matt. I kill a million pieces of shit and you kill 30,000 uh, good people. Which which one is worse? You know what I mean? So that's the whole thing. It's not about h- how many. It's how you do it. So the, the problem with Kissinger is the way he fucking did it, dude. I put him up there above Hitler. Honestly, the guy is fucking bad. Kissinger's close. He was close buddies with Bush, too. They had a lot of ties. He was good buddies with Bush. Mao Zedong offered him personally 10 million women to bring back to the United States because they had an overpopulation of women. Mao Zedong, when he met with Kissinger, was like, hey, I'd like to give you 10 million women. 
I like what you represent. Bring these 10 million Chinese women back to your country. And they're a gift, a personal gift of me to you. You know what I mean? Anytime Mao Zedong looks up to you, I'd say you're a fucking piece of shit. Damn. <laughs> Bad. Going out on a limb there, right? I don't know, man. Wow, Let's man. do it, dude. My my first pick in the fucking, uh, you know, evil draft is Kissinger. I'll go all day on that. She's like Fauci. It. You got Fauci? Mm-hmm. Rich, who do you got? Man, I don't know. That's tough. I mean, I mean Hitler's the low hanging fruit. Yeah, that's an easy. He's too that's easy. An easy one. And you yeah, almost that's an wonder. Easy, that's an easy pick. You almost wonder if the history of him is real, right? Like the way well, that he's I've been often made. thought about that. I don't well, know if he was just a persona. Yeah, he's he's along the lines of Napoleon, you know, mm-hmm. in, in sure. comparison as to the way they're portrayed now versus the way it was then. Ooh, I think hey, I take it back. I think I want the queen. Ooh. Not as bad, man. I mean, are yeah, we talking she's, about like, oh, like she's killed body count? That's what thousands of children. Uh, that's what I was thinking of, Matt, is the kids. Because I would say, like... You could put Mother oh, Teresa yeah. up there with oh. her then, because she's she was a child trafficker for years. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. It's an open conversation. Rich, what were you saying? I was going to say, uh, if it's about just, like, straight-up body count, I would maybe go with someone like, like Genghis Khan, like, some, like, fucking just... Brutal yeah. fucking warlord type of dude from back in the day. You really can't count the numbers. It's like, like this is like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure right yeah. now. <laughs> but for saying. sure, that guy just, you know, we're so crazy. Didn't do things nicely either. So That's crazy. what I'm saying. If you could get, I, like I'm saying, eight different people together that pick mm-hmm. eight horrible people throughout history off of an unlimited list. And you put them up against each other and they make the best case of why that person is the worst person in history. I'd say that would be pretty entertaining. And I think that maybe we can like try and narrow down who's bad in what way. We're going to, we're going to, you know, what we're going to do Ryan. We're going to start a bracket. That's what I said. Yes. A fucking championship bracket. Let's do it. Bracketology. Evil. Uh, how do we do it though? It's got to have evil a good fuck name. championship is what it's called. The evil EFC <laughs> EFC. There you go. UFC the e, the the EFC, EFC. yeah EFC or well, how can we make it UFC the unearthly <laughs> championship? You go PFC. Yeah, the podcast. Well, the see, unholy you know, championship. Unholy fuck championship. That's it. <laughs> Unholy fuck championship. You can't really you market go, that. I mean, dude. Unholy I... fuck championship. And then we can go like secret society championship. Because like as far as secret societies go, trilateral commission. I mean, you got Zbigniew Brzezinski, which is up there. You know, I mean, he started that with Rockefeller. You, you want to throw you can go bloodlines, dude. You, you can go throw bloodline in like championship. The, the odd fellows. Like people Odd that fellows. just terrorize like different groups, you know. I mean, we or we could go old school. You go like uh, we're Templars looking badass, like like you were saying before, Rich, like Genghis Khan types, mm-hmm. you Genghis Khan and Alexander the Great, and and those guys, and see if the myth lives up to what we really find. Because I think there's a lot more to some of these old myths that is bullshit versus what we were told. You know, like Columbus. I mean. 
Yeah. That, that, that can we do can we do a serial killer worst serial killer chapter? That shit's yeah. crazy. Yo. I always Ooh. hear about new ones that are it's like are worse than ever. I've it's been looking crazy. into yeah. some that people don't talk about really yeah. at all that are some of the gruesome most disgusting ones that are totally like who's that? Uh you should get to know him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should read about it. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, see, so that's the thing. I mean, this could spawn off. This might be my version of Monday Night Master Debaters, where I have my own little championship series. A monthly, a monthly get together. Wow, yeah. this is brilliant, Ryan. You're on. So it something. could be. It starts with one thing, and then maybe we go to serial killers, and then maybe we go to bloodlines, and then mm-hmm. secret societies, and then banks. You know, banks that have historically fucked over people, and then mm-hmm. fucking companies corporations and then you know we can just go on from there you know there's so yeah, many going things. to like the enrons and shit like that yeah. universities the the worst universities of all time that have produced the most fucking uh, mass murderers I, I think harvard and yale would be up there but maybe you got a little oxford stanford, in there too stanford would give you i was gonna say money. oxford or ucla yeah. somewhere somewhere out in california there's some heavy mk ultra shit out there yeah ucla is MIT. a big MIT is a big one. You know what I mean? So, yeah, dude, that might be a thing I start. We'll do that. We'll do I that. noted it, Ryan. I'll, I'll shoot it over to you. Yeah, I'll Some forget. Categories. Yeah. So, dude, yeah, no, it's just, man, just looking into Kissinger. It was I just like the dictator idea, though. That's or not, you know, not dictator, but the most evil fuck. I think that's most it. unholy fuck. What did you say, Ryan? Unholy Unholy fuck, fuck championship. championship. Yeah. We'll make them all UFC in some way. We'll just call them UFC in some fashion. But no, man, I, you know, they're looking into like different people. Like my, my big thing that I really get interested in is intelligence and how intelligence organizations work and the splintering. Cause it's so intricate. I mean, you have people like like from uh, Le Cercle and then six international and they're tied in with Safari Club, which was something that I just found out re- about recently. And, you know, you you triangulate like what's going on here and you can't really get a concrete definition, but you find people that are at the center of all these things. I mean, the fucking Bush family. I mean, the Bushes are up there with some of the worst people of all time. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. If you can present the case of who's the worst bloodline or who's the and the the bushes are rockefellers right so you have like this this crazy spider web of of who's at the center of that fucking thing you know what i mean there's somebody pindar Pindar. (laughs) involved it is like do you remember obviously you probably do remember the the older bushes funeral the white paper everybody got and the note and there's Fuck crazy. You think we'll ever find out what the fuck that said? And I think somebody that like whoever whoever wrote that or whoever, you know, made the call to have them placed in there, like a very smart or was there some fucking assistant was like, hey, put these little white things in you, all these little envelopes. And like did that person read it, like, how has that shit not gotten out? And like all this video of all these people reading it and having that reaction they're not like just called out on that and it's not like just on the spot yo hey what the fuck was on that well and the reaction i, I don't know I just, I i've never seen like um that brought up to any of them yeah yeah dude he's like what the fuck and like he couldn't he couldn't believe he was it. pissed rich the way mm-hmm. that i yeah, have was almost like, 
Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your thought. I'm sorry. You got to lie. That's all I was going to say. Oh, okay. So what I was going to say here is uh, the like what I've learned, um, even though I've, I've been looking into intelligence and how it operates and how they work shit. Recently, I really learned, dude, that that letter, like whatever, whatever that note might have mm-hmm. been, it could have just simply said on the thing, have like a flabbergasted reaction or have ha, act yes. act upset right now. It could have just said that right, right on the fuck, yeah. dude, they, Even these so, people, yeah. Yeah. they, they, I mean, Barbara Bush and George HW Bush, they intentionally recorded things in their personal memoirs that were false memories, things that never happened that would put them and pinpoint them in different locations than where they were. So these people actually intentionally mm-hmm. will do things that misdirect the public. It's fucking insane. And yeah. so like this is this is one reason why you know the bushes are so influential. And when you look into the way that you know not only was HW Bush a key member in starting the alternative version of the CIA, the fucking records of BCCI and the Safari Club were stored in the World Trade Centers and the World Trade Centers came down under George W. Bush's watch. You know what I mean? So it's like, dude, they go so far. Look at Biden. Any amount <laughs> yes. of people. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's uh, is that Jimmy Carter right there? Yeah, he was like to her, her left. All right. And why does she look like a corp? She looks like a crib keeper. That's Nancy Pelosi. No, it was was Hillary just a second ago reading her letter. No, I'm saying the crib keeper is Nancy Pelosi. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. So, see, that's the thing. He's acting like he's fucking reading it, and he's literally just looking at a a fucking envelope. You know what I mean? I think that he didn't get the memo. He didn't get the memo to be like, what are we supposed to do? Because he's always a fucking idiot. Joe Biden has him. been known he, to be a fucking. He don't even Look, know. those are he don't even it's know. empty pages. Yeah, Joe, yeah they're Joe no writing. Pages. He's like, what Joe are we supposed to do? Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing, dude. I it, it could very well have just been like, hey, act like you're upset, and Jill just got done sucking the fucking janitor's dick. Is that is there anything on that page? Look yeah, like there's it. some writing on hers. Yeah, Not he much, one. but yeah. there was. There was an envelope hidden in there. Did you see that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Pence's wife. Yeah. I you mean, know what knows, makes man. it not so secret to me is they didn't even steal the envelopes. They're just mm-hmm. loose envelopes. Like, Yeah, man. And Obama is one of the uh, best operatives out there. He's a cousin of the Bush family. You know what I mean? Um, So he's another CIA type operative. And, you know, his mom was a a supposedly like a beta sex kitten, like sort of like a Marilyn Marilyn Monroe type figure. And, um, you know, it's tough to know. Also, Obama's half brother was high up in ISIS. So, you know, you have like just too many connections where it's like, yeah, dude, and, like these people, I think, are all just fucking around. And, you know, you got Jeb and, and W you right talk there. about a fucked up time to give someone a note right as their dead dad is passing by. That's he the thing. I think it's shit. fake, man. I don't think there was anything in that. note. he doesn't give a shit. 
Yeah, W. Bush just fucking uh, wanted to be like a rich kid that owned a baseball team. He used to own the fucking Astros. Mm-hmm. Rangers. You know what I mean? Oh, was it the Rangers? My bad. Yeah, Texas Rangers. Same shit. They both they always sucked. sucked. Yeah. <laughs> the Astros were actually good for a little bit. But yeah, Bush never. Yeah, that's why he got rid of them, too, because he, he couldn't do shit with them. Traded Sam yeah. Sosa. Yep. <laughs> Oh, I want to show you guys this before we forget. I, we were we were talking about it beforehand, but I I came across this today, and there's this guy, uh, wrong one, who uh, the one of the guys that was killed in Buffalo was a police officer, and he was working on. Look at that dumb face. Yeah, how do I get out of this now? All right. Let's see. He was working on a hydrogen water-based car, okay? So it says Aaron Salter of AWS Hydrogen Technologies LLC displays his 2010 Ford F-150 pickup truck running using his AWS hydrogen fuel system. No hydrogen fuel cells. System is powered using electrolysis. However, Aaron discovers in this video there is no electrolysis occurring and the truck still runs. Amazing. Now, this is one of the people that was killed in the Buffalo quote-unquote massacre. Oh, hell no. Last week. Yeah, he was a a police officer. And, uh, but it's crazy. He's got this whole, whole truck set up here and, you know, it runs... On water. Can you turn the uh, sound on? You got to share the sound with uh, in your settings. Tank is empty. Uh-huh. Let's see. Yeah, because that, that's interesting just because it goes back even as crazy as it sounds. It goes back to like all that fucking like the original formation of the CIA Mm-hmm. And all that stuff, because all that that was, it was meant to be a military arm for the elite. And they wanted to make sure that like Western business is fulfilled and we're going to stay on the Petro shit and the Petro dollar is going to rise. And you can use any excuse when you're the powerful, you know, capitalist society. You can go against communism in any way. And that's just going to make uh, any war that you want. Just here we go. All right, I'm gonna put this back on. We're gonna need water in a minute. This is a agitator. Uh, so we're gonna do four experiments today uh, for the patent examiners. The first one, um, you do need electrolysis, but what my system has done is taken advantage of the residue that's produced by the electrolysis. So we're gonna actually start this vehicle without any electrolysis. Mm -hmm. The second one, we're going to fill the water tank with water. And again, we're gonna be able to start it without electrolysis and run this engine. How long, we'll, we'll find out. Then we're going to turn the hydrogen generator on and we're going to let that produce some gas and then we're going to um, see how long the engine runs with the hydrogen only. And then 
the fourth one we're going to use the combination of the hydrogen generator the agitator and we're going to see how long it, it runs together okay so first thing we're going to do we're going to start the engine up on gas first um, and I'm going to initiate the uh, agitator and then uh, we're going to go to the front and we're going to switch the gas hydrogen gas on and the regular fuel off okay does this not seem like a movie yeah, does this crazy. seem real to you yeah does it I mean seem that's real? that's just bizarre does I don't it know seem real it seems like real a... to me mm-hmm mm. it seems like a mockumentary like I've seen like fake movies like that you know what I mean like mm. it, it's crazy to say that that's a propaganda piece it only have like 29,000 views I know that's that's the thing if this was that's the, I don't know I there's something that's that's weird to me about that I don't know yeah, what it is. It, it just came out too, you know, like it just came out recently. It was, you know, last Maybe week I didn't hear anybody talking. And started to search it up. You it know, seems real to me because he out. died. Maybe. Like he died. Obviously, if it was like, I don't know. Why would they kill him if it was just a fake? Mm -hmm. Well, why would it be on there at all if it was real? He said he was getting ready to show it to patent regulators. Yeah, why would it be on there for people to talk about if it was real? You know what I mean? But that's I'm not how saying... I found the guy that was boiling water with sound. He literally had a face, or not Facebook. He had a YouTube video. And he was like, watch me boil this water in my teacup. And he had like a little tea bag and his little thing that he was using to boil the water. And he literally had a YouTube video. Three months later, he's dead. Yeah, so the way I see those things is that... It, it doesn't matter how many you said it was 30,000 people that saw that video that we just watched. Someone might get inspired and see the rigging of that truck and that system and recreate it. If it was legitimate, you know what I mean? I I'm way too dumb to understand what the fuck he was talking about right there. Right. I didn't say when it was posted. Because, I mean, it could have gotten those 29,000 views or 28,000 of them in the past 2015. You know, 72 hours. 2015, see, if you can look up statistics, I don't know how YouTube works, but you can see maybe when it got its biggest influx of views. I bet you it was in the past fucking 72 hours or week, you know, probably sat with fucking 800 views for the past eight years. Yeah, I mean, well, I'll put it to you this way. His channel only has 833 subscribers. I guess it didn't work out for him, though, either, because is that all he's posted? Like, can you look up anyone's maybe... The past year or two. Oh no, three. he he's got uh what's he got? Six video uh Did it that just makes anywhere? it more real to me. He's got four videos yeah. out here, they're all from six years ago. Yeah, see, like I would like I guess it didn't work out for him. I'm like, I don't know. I wonder where that all went or if it was ever patented. Hmm. Because just because you get a patent, you still got to get that shit funded and all that bullshit. Mm -hmm. yep. It just kind of makes it, it adds a little mm -hmm. bit more realistic, um, yeah. a more realistic situation to me that he posted it six years ago and it only had like 30,000 mm -hmm. views on it. If it was going to be like the newest, best, greatest thing, I would feel like he would have posted it within the last year or so and now he's dead. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, like, like I said, th these fucking 
people that put out these psychological operational type things, they think about this whole thing. They're not just going to drop a video. Like we'd like to think that our government and the world government is really incompetent and they construct that argument for us on our behalf because it's so much better for them to think that we're fighting a bunch of incompetent idiots than it is for us to think that we're fighting evil people that are geniuses. You know what I mean? It's better for us to think that we're fighting a bunch of dummies. Right. Because then we're like, you know, they can't. They couldn't pull off 9-11. Well, then you think you have a chance too, right, Ryan? I mean, then then you think you have a fighter shot. If if you think they're just pure evil, you got no chance because they have all the weapons and you have none. At least you can outthink them. There's ways to eventually defeat them. Well, there's that. And then it also makes it so that the people that don't necessarily think that they're stupid or that they're evil would say, you know, no, these fucking guys are just saying that, you know, these people are, I mean, you know, let's say like, you know, Republicans just to broadly, you know, stroke things. Republicans think that 9-11 was, was staged. Democrats think that 9-11 was the official story. The Democrats would sit there and say, um, you know, these people are, are too stupid to actually make this happen. Republicans are sitting there saying that, you know, no, this happened because they contrived this whole situation. The Democrats are not going to uh, have the will to stand up and fight. And again, that's not the the situation. There's plenty of Democrats that think that 9-11 was staged, but it's just, you know, again, thinking that retarded people are ruling the country and they're just fucking things up on accident makes it so easy for the other side of the political spectrum to be like, hey, you know what? You're right. You know, we don't we don't agree on what's going on, but, uh, you know, this is a this is a fucked up situation and we need to try and vote in the right people instead of both sides coming together and being like, dude, these guys, the right and the left on the political, you know, elite side are fucking us over and they're doing it willfully. You know what I mean? So you're going hoax on this. I don't know. You know, that's the whole thing. I don't think that we can say one way or the other. And I think that that's what's so important about what like conspiracy people are supposed to do is have legitimate conversations about this stuff instead of like going all in or going like this is bullshit. Yeah, I'm going to say it's a hoax because I want that to be at least a part of the conversation. I don't know. I have no fucking idea, but I'm going to say it's a hoax personally. Yep. I mean, I don't really make a living on being in the middle, but I'm kind of in the middle because I see where Ryan is coming from. I don't think the people who run us are dummies. I also don't think they're all knowing either. Okay. I think they're evil geniuses, personally. That's my thing. I don't think so, Ryan. I mean, prove me wrong. I'll debate that shit all day. I I just I have some information on a couple episodes that I'm going to do that would um it's it's kind of like what side are you on cuz there's a lot of mafia stuff that goes on and they're they're definitely idiots. The mafia? Fuck no. They're very smart. I don't think so. Operate. Not so the stuff that I've been researching on like Robert F Kennedy yeah. and then Marilyn Monroe would would actually prove otherwise that they're the Kennedys were retarded. Sloppy. Yeah, the Kennedys were morons. Uh, 
who do you guys think uh if you have any i guess an easy answer uh kill jfk who do you think was responsible for that Oh, I have a whole, I have a whole like six hour episode I could do on I, who killed I JFK. guess better question is like, who, do you think the mob was responsible for that? Yeah. And they made, they made Robert covered it, cover up his own brother's murder. But, but do you think how stupid of a group of people could do something like that? I guess. Is they're stupid because they're sloppy and it's very easily found yeah. if you look for it. Yeah, I, I don't doubt it. I agree with you that the mob did it, and it's, it goes back to, I think, their dad, Joe Kennedy, and how he was involved. He was basically the, the mob's money launderer, as far as I, it's I can It's not tell. a question of if they're an idiot. It's mm-hmm. the question of how dumb do they think we are, because yeah. clearly, very dumb. clearly mm-hmm. John F. Kennedy had a gigantic exit wound in the back right. of his head, but they've convinced us that the, the shot came from the back. Mm-hmm. So obviously... It's not that they're evil geniuses, but they think that we're so retarded we can't see a gigantic gaping open and, and, exit and Julia, in the back of his head. Julia, unfortunately, most people are. Yeah, mm-hmm. because most people believe you can look at it. Though, they've Mac, been yeah, but they've been the indoctrinated doctors. not to question it. They've been That's indoctrinated. Conspir- like, look at the boomers. I mean, the boomers are the best example because you look at them and they just slurp down the narrative shots from the front i'll fight you on it any day of the week you know know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. shots from the front definitely brassy knoll type shit that's why i say they might be smart they might be geniuses but what kind of genius shoots Mm -hmm. from the grassy knoll shots from the front and then thinks that they can convince every single person in the entire universe or the rest of history that shots came from the back well, they write the story. Like so mm-hmm. Yeah, they they write and control the story, mm-hmm. right? It's his story. That's that's how it goes. And then the problem they're having now is that there is so much exposure and so much scrutiny that they can't pull this shit off anymore. Even with no, the CGI that off. they use, even with the technology that they're using, it, it's still being you know, the curtain mm-hmm. has been pulled back and we've seen it. I mean, this and if this Ukraine war hasn't shown people, they've used fake footage. They've used video game footage. Video games. They've used footage from old wars. They've used pictures of gentlemen with paintball guns. They've used, you know, you, you, you name it. I mean, I had well, one. Yeah. I, I mean, had one even all the way back to when Kennedy was shot was the Zapruder mm-hmm. film. Yes. Yeah. And we yep. saw that 10 years later, right? On Harold yep. Rivera. Nobody saw that. Nobody knew it even existed. With the babushka lady. clearly was repelled backward yep. in the film. And you're telling me that they're the most evil geniuses that ever yeah. lived? I don't yeah. think they so. They pulled it off. Why, yeah. Why would Jackie They pulled it off and no one has trunk? been found guilty today. Right. So you got to right. give them credit Man, there. I got a bunch I mean, of I understand. On- I understand where you're coming from, Julia, because I, 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 I have a, you know, a hatred for them um but at the same time you have to have a respect for them because i mean look at the way the united states was established and set up it was done by you know the jesuits and it is done look at the way that dc is laid out Mm -hmm. it's all intentional and we all we all just suck it down as it's this this masterpiece to them it's just one giant occult symbol you know Uh let me 
Okay, so let me ask you this. Okay, Julia, you know, you don't think that they're evil geniuses. Um, I actually think as far as JFK goes, it's a combination of the mob and the CIA with George H.W. Bush being at the forefront and the one that orchestrated this whole thing. Do you know where George H.W. Bush said he was during the JFK assassination? You, Julia, do you know where he said he was? Didn't he say he was in 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 Dallas or something? <laughs> he said no. he did not remember. Oh, he, he said he the, didn't remember. Yeah, he's the only <laughs> fucking human being alive at that time that was not a child that said he did not remember where he was that day. It's like asking and, us where we were on nine eleven, right? Exactly. I, mean, I remember exactly where everyone I was. knows where they were yeah. on nine eleven. I mean, it's just the, you, something you're never going to forget. So the next thing here, which is fucked up, is that George H.W. Bush was in Houston, Texas. Okay, he was working with the CIA and he actually called in to report an anonymous tip. And he said that his personal assistant was the one that shot JFK. He reported his personal assistant and said, hey, I think that my fucking dude was the guy that shot JFK, actually the one that pulled the trigger, right? That's just another one of these things that like no one really looks into and actually can see, but there's a, I forget the guy's name uh, that wrote a book on George H.W. Bush um, where he, I mean, they proved this because Barbara and him would both, like I said, go back in their memoirs and they would write themselves into different spots in this country. They would say, hey, the trip down to uh, Tallahassee was great today and they weren't in fucking Tallahassee. They were in their home, you know, but they would just write and they would mm -hmm. match up their memoirs. And it was like this evil genius shit right now. Maybe they're better operators than the other ones, but this adds to that mosaic property and that chaos theory of there's so many different possibilities of what happened. And what we're sold is that Lee Harvey Oswald shot this dude from the book depositorium, right? And, you know, there's nothing that really makes sense about that, but that's what the, the, the American population sold. And now we're all talking about different theories and there's no concrete example of what actually happened that day. That's part of the evil genius. Now, we, as conspiracy theorists, quote unquote, will say, dude, no, Lee Harvey Oswald's the last fucking one that was doing this. But that's what's sold to the public. And we're talking about it and there's no concrete answer. And you'll never prove what happened until long after we're all dead. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's part of the genius. It could be. <laughs> or it could be just a bad fucking coincidence. <laughs> or people who don't do enough research. I don't know. I don't know. I think there is an answer. There's always an answer. Of course It there just is. depends on how badly you want to get to it. Mm -hmm. yeah i would say that you're never going to find the true answer you're never going to find that answer um because there's people that have looked so hard i mean michael hastings i don't know if you're familiar with him um are any of you guys familiar with him he's a interesting cat he uh was looking into john brennan when uh you know trying to expose some inner workings of the cia potentially some shit that was mm -hmm. going on with the jfk assassination and uh, ended up getting into a car accident, uh, you know, ran himself into a tree 
out of nowhere. He was the only person involved in a car accident. His car essentially exploded when he was telling his friends he thinks he's being tailed by the CIA. Almost had a huge expose coming out about the CIA and their work mm-hmm. with all kinds of different fucked up shit. Dude's car blows up. You know what I mean? Um, there's too many things. And, you know, I don't know why I look into this stuff, knowing that this is kind of how shit works out for these people. But it's the most interesting stuff to me. I think that the way that the CIA operates is fascinating. Uh, you see, you know, MI6, Six International, fucking, you know, the Safari Club, all these different groups and how they work. It's it's I think those are the only real conspiracies out there. You know, Flat Earth and Sasquatch and all these other things are distractions. They're fun. But, you know, the intelligence and how that shit works, that's all that there really is, dude. You know what I mean? I think that if we can solve that, then and and also history, you know, history is a big part of this shit, because how do we get here? How do we get to the points where, you know, we're allowing these fucking, you know, I don't know, these weird governments that are just completely separate from where we actually operate as a society? How do we give these people so much power? It's because they take it. We we totally allow them to do it. I don't know. It's just weird. I think we totally allow them to do it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not as good at researching that in particular as you are, Ryan. But I'll take your word for it on most of it. But on other topics, I kind of disagree because I feel like they have been sloppy obviously sloppy in the past and that's intentional in my opinion and i'm no good i'm no like fucking profound researcher you know what i mean it's just it's a matter of like interest it's what you're interested in matt's very interested in alternative history which i think is closer to real history right uh Mm -hmm. he's interested in that so he can find some crazy fucking information on that I'm interested in this stuff so I can find that it just matters what you're interested in. I think that it's there for you to look into, but it's also like, is the shit that we're looking into? Is that real? You know what I mean? Is there, is there some legitimate, like, like leaflets in a psychological operation information that's intentionally put out there for you to think it's real, but it's fake. That's a leaflet in a psychological operation. Think about who wrote all the texts, who translated all the texts. Right. And if they had any agenda when they were translating and also the power that they would have while translating these texts. Right. Because they could make it say whatever they wanted it to. Yeah. And 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 that was done mainly by the church. So it things kind of got slanted in one direction from mm. a historical standpoint. Yeah, I, I never I never read the Bible, but I know I think bits and pieces just through you know people that have read it and, and explain things that i listen to but that that like so what about that then like i mean things were obviously just written um you know with intent with with an agenda whether or not they're partially or wholly or you know not at all from actual experience of events but like i don't know I, to go back to what we were starting earlier with earlier in the episode like i think jesus is kind of like uncle sam for world war ii but but just like on a bigger scale mm. you know uncle sam wasn't a real guy that i know of, was he like that figure on the i want you for the u.s army <laughs> but like that motherfucker was used promo that shit and i mm-hmm. feel like jesus is like kind of like that but on a bigger scale for something bigger 
and the Bible's involved in it instead of a poster. You know, I don't know if that made sense, but that's kind of how I'm seeing it. You know, makes total sense, honestly. Yeah, that's an interesting way to think about it. I like the analogy. Jesus is the Uncle Sam of religion. Yeah. Well, there's more pages because there's a lot more time to cover. World War II is just a little, so I just need them for a little while. Poster. Yeah. You know, they want to be wasteful. Well, and, and yeah. it's funny you say that, Rich, because they always find characters, right? There's always these characters yeah, something that come out, to, you know, yeah. like you, you look back, there's mm-hmm. Betsy Ross and, mm-hmm. and all these people that just so happen to, you know, fit the narrative in one direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it, it's something that I find a lot because when I do, you know, research and you look back to the, the one of the fun, things I find comical you look back in the 1800s when, you know, the, the U.S. government was battling the Native Americans. And every time the Native Americans won, it was called a massacre. And every time mm-hmm. that the Americans won, it was called a victory. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, you know, it's like, how many times can a loss be just deemed a massacre? And it's like, no, you lost. They didn't massacre you. They beat you. But they they put the spin on it to make it seem like they did something unusual, you know, something inhumane mm-hmm. to win. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know, it's just the way they tell their stories. To your point, Rich, um, Uncle Sam, I uh, remember that the, the name stood for something. Uncle, mm-hmm. Stan, Uncle Sam, U.S. stands for the United States. Uncle, mm-hmm. United, Sam, States. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Right. So. And and it's just like a representation of the federal government. So right, it's something right. that we all hate today, mm-hmm. but uh, also something that represents patriotism. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things that has like a serious dichotomy to it. So tell me the guy that created him wasn't on an LSD trip, though. Uh, <laughs> look, look at that dude's outfit. Like, holy shit. Kind of looks like a billy goat, too, like a little bit. Yeah, he kinda. looks like uh, Odin a little bit, right? Like one of these like. He looks like a pagan fucking dude. Yeah, definitely a weird. But I had that poster on my wall when I was a kid. I had the craziest fucking posters on my wall, dude. That I just seek out. My parents were like, "The fuck, bro? What do you want? They're so diverse, bro." My... I had the Scarface fucking movie poster. The uncle said, and I'm talking like the ones you'd go to Walmart and like look through the plastic things. Full size. I had posters. a ton of those. I that had shit. SpongeBob and Britney yeah, Spears and Backstreet Boys. Oh no! Like I said. <laughs> I had some crazy ones. I had Al Capone's mugshot. I had Scarface movie poster, fucking Uncle Sam thing. And I was like 15, like 14. Like <laughs> an asshole. Yes, it's fucked up, man. There's a possible show. Movie posters, Ryan. Best movie poster. The good. Yeah, we'll do a fucking championship bracket. Because that Scarface one is definitely up there. I think like 90% of college kids when I was in college had some Scarface poster. If it wasn't Scarface, it was Led Zeppelin or Pink Floyd. The Breakfast Club. Godfather's also also up there. Yep. (laughs) Just the silhouette style kind of, you know. That was the other one, man. Posters. I wonder if they still do posters. They still do posters, but like I would like to get like the Exorcist poster or like some mm-hmm. horror movie, Evil Dead poster, something like that. Those are fucking awesome. That's they've been selling you. great shirts at Walmart of like the Exorcist and like fucking Living Dead, like uh, Night of the mm-hmm. Living Dead, and like some great T-shirts of like horror movies. They had uh, Freddy Krueger, like Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. and all that cool shit 
uh recently you know it just depends like what season you're catching them at but yeah dude like i don't know there's uh there's a lot of propaganda that's going on dude there's a lot of bands there's a lot of like all kinds of like you know the classic bands and you know all that shit that was uh popularized back then so that was another thing i know that we're probably about to wrap up another thing that was really interesting about the safari club was the drummer of the police the band the police his father was the guy that introduced Adnan Khashoggi, who was an arms dealer for Saudi Arabia and, uh, you know, Lockheed Martin. He was like kind of like a liaison for them. Uh, the the father of the drummer of the police was the guy that introduced that guy to the CIA. And he was a big time CIA spook. So, I mean, this is kind of like this, along the same lines of like Jim Morrison's dad. Yep. And it's like, dude, you just see it mm-hmm. over and over again. Tonkin. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's wild. That, it, it, I mean, these people they're are tied all propaganda. connected, you know, and that's what people don't understand. Like when you say that, they're like, "Oh, how's that?" And then you start showing them, and they're like, "Holy over shit. and over again, yeah, yeah, repeatedly, no matter Kid where." Cuddy's dad. You guys heard of Kid Cuddy? I'm sure Kid Cuddy's dad was big in, yeah. in the military too. You know what I mean? Like you got you got some fucking big time military <laughs> brats that are making <laughs> most influential music today still. So it's just crazy. You know what I found out? I actually read this today and I don't know what provoked me to, to search this up, but I just brought up Jimi Hendrix Wikipedia page. And I did not know this until today, but he uh, got in trouble when he was like 17, 18, 19, whatever. And it was either go to jail or it was for like stealing cars at night and driving around. So it was not too big, big of a deal at the time back then, but he did it like three, four times within a month or so or, and arrested him. All right, I'll go to army instead. So he actually went down. Um, I forget where I want to say for Bragg, maybe, but I don't think that's where the 101st goes out of. But he ended up going into the army using the 101st Airborne, went to jump school and everything. And uh, in 1962, this was and he basically was just like unenthused and would like purposely fail drills like he was an un. Uh, an under they called him an intentionally underqualified marksman so he just like piss around and you know fuck around when he was doing drills and shit and you're supposed to be you know earning badges and all that and eventually his commanding officer went to like the superiors and were like the base commander was like yo it's it's in the army's best interest if we just discharge this guy as soon as possible because he's so, so uninterested in being here that this dude would actually be sent overseas or even you know, day to day, he's just a detriment to, you know, being around other soldiers. So they discharged him honorably. And they said that he broke his ankle jumping and there was a medical discharge. And that's why it was honorable. But there's no records of him ever having any medical issues, especially a broken ankle from a jump or anything of the sort while he was there. So I was like, and then all of a sudden he, he becomes Jimi Hendrix and he, he had his dad send him his guitar when he was in basic training. Cause he was like, yes, yeah, it's fucked here. Like send me my shit dad sent it to him and after he sent it to him he started like skipping out on shit and going to play at this club and shit and like other soldiers would see him and you know one guy actually like gave him this uh, reference of oh you should contact this dude when you get out about playing in a band or some shit but yeah and then he gets honorably discharged under the false pretense that it was a medical thing but he it's documented that his superior was just like nah this dude is like and so that's why i'm like i was going to bring that up before he said they're all coming from the army these serial killers and these music folks because that's such a controlled environment where like you can just mark something classified and then no one gets to fucking see it for 150,000 years. Even if it, you know, is something tangible a document is created. You just say, Oh, it's classified. Oh, it's fucking need to know. Oh, it's, you know, whatever. 
and then it's such a controlled thing and you just have to go through get injected with whatever the fuck look what happened with covid like you have no say in what you're getting injected in when and what you do you're just oh you, you got picked for a special mission now you got to do this you can't disobey orders and blah 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 you know especially back then when there's no cameras when there's no camera phones, your property no... of the u.s government right yeah exactly dude. government issue gi yeah, joe a lot of family that was in the, in the military and uh they didn't have any crazy stories like that necessarily, but I just know how that shit works, you know? Uh, but, but yeah, I thought that was fascinating today to, to find that out. I was like, wow, I never would have guessed. His name's John too, not Jimmy. John, some, John something Hendrix. But yeah, man, I thought that was crazy. Hmm. Crazy, dude. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very weird. All the military and pop culture references are there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For certain. All right. I think that's a wrap. It's been a good one, guys. Thank you. Uh, Why don't you tell the people where they can find you and uh, we'll get out of here. Rich, go ahead. Yeah, Rich from the Rockies on Instagram. Um, I try to post some stuff during my morning poop every day. So there should be some uh, some gems at least (laughs) one or two daily. So uh, look me up. I want you to think of that while you're reading his posts, too. (laughs) That's where they come from. (laughs) And Miss Julia, where can they find the Cosmic Peach and all your great work? <laughs> so um, wherever you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Amazon, Google, Apple, wherever Cosmic Peach podcast. And then um, Instagram, cosmic.peach.podcast. And I just posted a thing about the Rugrats. That's kind of cool. Mm. Cool. The Rugrats. That sounds like uh, there's probably some pedophilia references in there you'll just have to go check it out (laughs) yeah dude uh i guess that leaves me before you matt um yeah dude uh i would say real quick the monkey pox i think is going to be something real uh we didn't really talk about that here but um you know I, i would take it serious to be to be quite honest just because it seems like this COVID thing was a dry run, something that would divide the population up a little bit. Um, you know, I don't know if this will be the last one that we do before it's uh, mainstream craziness, but they're already counting monkeypox cases here in the United States. I think there's a hundred in the U S already. So um, it's going to be a thousand probably by the time we talk next. And what and, are the I'm, chances, Ryan? They ran a drill in March of 21 dealing yeah. with this that just so happened to have a June 5th, 2022 outbreak date. Yeah. So, again, you know, we'll probably talk before it's too crazy again. But I think that this that this I, I genuinely think this is going to blow up and it's going to be something where, mm-hmm. you know, if you haven't bought food, if you haven't bought water, um, I don't have any food sponsorships or water sponsorships on my show. I know, Matt, you don't. Julia, I know you don't either. Rich, you don't have a show. So, you know, none of us are sitting here trying to push any product. I have no interest in anyone trying to fucking give Walmart or Amazon or Target or Safeway or any of these things. Or any, my Patriot Supply. Especially them. Um you know, I don't want to give any of these people business. Look for other companies other than my Patriot Supply, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But get some get some storable food and get some water. And, you know, I would do it immediately, to be honest. Um, this is uh, this is something that I'm real concerned about personally. 
And I just want to spread that to you guys. I'm not trying to spread fear porn or be fucking dramatic or anything. Just fucking prepare for at least six months, at least. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, do your thing. Uh, At the end of the day, you know, we only live once. So live it up at the same time. But prepare a little bit and uh, have some fun. Mm -hmm. Um, But always a fun chat on these Monday nights, man, Uh, on a real note. So let's do that. And let's just... uh, Dude, I think we're fucking living in the end times, man. And I'm excited. I'm kind of excited to see what the fuck is going to actually happen. Like, you know, may you Mm -hmm. live in interesting times. That Mm -hmm. old fucking Chinese proverb. I think that we do. I think that we absolutely live in interesting times. I feel like there's a page turning right now and it's like right about here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so we'll see. Yeah, exactly. Rich. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, let's see. uh, Let's see what what happens, man. But um guns food water and oh, fucking fuck yeah. fire that's all you need baby so let's uh let's see what happens and man. a little and, bit uh, of faith mm-hmm. a lot of faith. a long man. way you know i mean that's that's it because listen your guns and your water and your food will get you so far but in the end if we're not all in this together we're fucked so we got to hope for the best and hope it doesn't get to that point because I know there's a lot of people out there talking civil war. And if it ever gets to that point, we're screwed. We're, you know, you, you people don't understand how bad it would really get. Mm-hmm. So yeah. be careful when you're wishing for things, people and, and throwing shit out there like that, because it's, it's not a joke and it would, oh, of it course will, it's not. It will. Be I, I think that we're already in a cold civil war. Personally. I think that that's been going on for the last eight years, maybe, uh, maybe longer. But, um, you know, I think it's about to get hot and, you know, um, you know, I'm ready for it, man. I don't want it, but I'm ready for it. And I think that you all should be, too. So, you know, with that being said, just uh, always fun doing this. I cherish these fucking conversations and I hope that we can do them for fucking decades. You know what I mean? Yes. I, honestly, I hope yes, that we can do them for decades, but we'll see. You know what I mean? Um, I'll be here. I'm going to be one of these last motherfuckers that's here, dude. Honestly. So out in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> We'll find a yep. ham radio yeah. somewhere, Ryan, and we'll be out there still spitting shit. Yep. Yeah. So uh, just thanks, Matt, for for putting these together every Monday. Likewise. I don't know if this is a, a sentimental thing, but uh, I just, uh, you know, I, I cherish every conversation I can have. And uh, let's see what happens, man. Let's see what happens. But be prepared. And, yeah. Uh, Matt, what Make do you have most plug, of it? Dude? Yeah. And go check out the Great Deception podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can check out my YouTube channel. Uh, I got a Patreon now uh, on the Great Deception podcast, and we have a Teespring shop where you can go check out some merch. We got some cool T-shirts. We got some hoodies, uh, glasses, mugs, all that fun, swaggy shit. But T-shirts are good, and, and, and the sweatshirt, I'm wearing it tonight. It's comfortable as hell. I love it. Uh, hopefully, it holds up. So we shall see. Thank you, everyone. Guys, thank you. This is my favorite night of the week as well. I love having all these conversations and meeting all you, you know, in virtual face to face. Mm -hmm. So thank you, guys. Uh, As always, stay strong. Question everything. A vital element in keeping the peace is our military establishment. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action, so that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. Our military organization today 
bears little relation to that known of any of my predecessors in peacetime, or indeed by the fighting men of World War II or Korea. Until the latest of our world conflicts, the United States had no armaments industry. American makers of plowshares could, with time and as required, make swords as well. But we can no longer risk emergency improvisation of national defense. We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. How to do this? Three and a half million men and women are directly engaged in the defense establishment. We annually spend on military security alone more than the net income of all United States corporations. Now, this conjunction of an immense military establishment and a large arms industry is new in the American experience. The total influence, economic, political, even spiritual, is felt in every city, every state house, every office of the federal government. We recognize the imperative need for this development, yet we must not fail to comprehend its grave implications. Our toil, resources, and livelihood are all involved. So is the very structure of our society. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. We should take nothing for granted. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry can compel the proper meshing of the huge industrial and military machinery of defense with our peaceful methods and goals, so that security and liberty may prosper together.